You're listening to Orlando Credit Union's On The Money. I'm your host, Kaylee Green, and today I'm joined by Orlando Credit Union's Lake Nona Location Branch Manager, Rob Houston. Hi, Rob. Hi, Kaylee. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? Doing well. Thanks for having me. Of course. I'm so excited to talk to you today. And we're going to be talking about credit cards, which are so important. I mean, everyone has one, you know, it's how you build that credit. Uh, But before we get into that, I want to hear a little bit about your background working in the financial industry, just for all of our listeners. Okay. Yeah. My journey in the financial industry started about 23 years ago. I started at an entry level position with a teller at a local financial institution here in Central Florida. Um, I gradually progressed through many various different leadership roles where now I've been managing retail branch locations for the last 16 years. And what do you love about working that portion of the credit union. It's great because you get to help members or customers uh, navigate through some financial life cycles, right? So I may be the first person they come in in contact with on how to get a credit card like this subject today, or how do I purchase a home? How do I build credit? So we see these people grow throughout their life cycle, and I'm kind of a little bit of a part of that, and I'm pretty proud of that. Exactly. So as you mentioned, you know, everyone's coming in asking all these different questions Mm -hmm. about all these different financial services or offers that might be beneficial to them and credit is Mm -hmm. so important very important to have what are the benefits of having a credit card in general because there is that skeptical aspect of well I don't want to put myself in debt but it can actually be really beneficial yeah and I'm glad you bring that up it's a great question and you know when when you think about credit cards most people have images of accumulating debt high interest rate how do I get out of this Um, but when managed responsibly there's a lot of upside and a lot of benefits to owning a credit card I mean I think you know when you think about convenience itself um, just having the ability to eliminate carrying cash Mm -hmm. right having having a quick easy way to to purchase items whether it's in person or online um, And then I think you kind of go into um, something that's really popular in the news today, digital fraud or fraud unauthorized transactions. Well, Visa has a program with a zero liability, Mm -hmm. which basically eliminates or uh, any type of responsibility to the card user for any unauthorized transactions. So you have that peace of mind knowing that no matter if I'm making an online purchase or I'm purchasing in person, um, you know, if someone does capture my card information, you know, I have that built in security through Visa that I'm not going to be responsible for these charges. Um, then it kind of goes into credit. You know, I think I think credit cards play an important piece to your credit mix that you have on your credit report. Mm-hmm. And when, like I said, when managed responsibly, you could actually help improve your credit score. Now, I always tell people to, as a caveat to that as well, is, you know, when managing it responsibly, you want to also make sure you're not carrying a lot of credit card debt because yeah. that actually can have a negative effect onto your credit. And lastly, you know, I think when it comes to benefits, it's a, you know, it looks like it's a consolidated area. You know, once the place where you can go in and view your transactions, uh, track your transactions, and also make sure that you're budgeting correctly for your monthly expenses. Mm-hmm. Two things that you mentioned that I want to touch on. The first sure. one is the security aspect. Mm-hmm. It's so important to make sure that you know we're monitoring our card to make sure that 
there are no spends on there that we did not authorize. Sure. What comes to my mind is when people put scammers in gas station pumps. You know, if you have a credit card, you can dispute that mm -hmm. if there's an issue where it might not necessarily be as easy of a process if you're maybe paying with a debit card where they can just take the money right off of your card. Yeah, and there's probably two pieces of that, and those are both great points. Um, you know, I, I think when you're talking about fraudulent activity, why not tie up the bank's money, right? That's what I always <laughs> say, right? Why, why not tie up the bank's money? You work really hard for your money. Mm -hmm. um, and then when you're using your debit card, that's, that's your liquid assets. That's your savings that you're securing in there. And although those same protections will apply with your debit card, um, I, I still think, yeah, you know, while you're going through that process of completing the documentation and filing the disputes, you know, why tie up your own personal money when you could actually leverage the bank's money in your line of card and not enter your interrupt any daily spending. Exactly. And another thing that's really important when, you know, using that credit card is to make sure that you're not spending more than you're making, which makes me yeah. think of you mentioning talking about you don't want to put yourself into that credit card debt. So making sure that, you know, although you want to utilize that credit card because it's great for your credit score, mm -hmm. but don't spend more than your income. Yeah, don't don't spend more than your income and kind of the rule of thumb when you're talking about credit. Um, it's typically from a credit utilization standpoint, meaning you probably shouldn't use more than 35% of what your total limit is. Okay. You want to kind of maintain that. Anything 35% or less is going to have a positive impact onto your overall credit rating. That's that sweet spot. Uh, that's that sweet spot. Typically, when you start going higher 50% or you're getting close to being maxed out to your balance, that's when you're going to have a negative impact on your overall credit rating. So, so I would say, yeah, yeah, use your card. Um, if you're budgeting correctly and you're using it responsibly, I would say pay your balances off every month. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, credit cards do give you typically a 25-day grace period, which means that you can use the bank's money for 25 days interest-free as long as you're paying your balances off in each statement period. That's really important to keep in mind. And of course, a lot of people might already be seasoned credit card mm -hmm. users, or they might be applying for their first card. So no matter where you're at in your credit card journey, what are some of the key players that you want to look for in a card? Yeah, credit cards, there's tons of credit cards out there. Mm -hmm. There's rewards credit so cards, <laughs> there's rewards credit cards, there's some that, that promote you know lower interest rates. I think if I'm, if I'm a new borrower coming into the market and I'm looking for a credit card, I really want to take a step back and, and do some research, right? Well, what's important to me? Am I someone that's going to be carrying balances on my credit card to where maybe I should look at a lower interest rate so I'm not accumulating a lot of interest? Mm -hmm. Or am I one that's going to be coming in, I'm just going to use it for my everyday spending and budgeting, um, I want to take advantage of the rewards, and then every month I'm going to pay it off. Uh, there's a couple of different things I'm, I would really kind of look at if I'm a new borrower coming into the market for credit cards, because um, there's really two different classifications. There's, there's Revolve meaning those folks that do their daily spend and their monthly spend and they pay it off each payment cycle. And then there's people that carry over balances, right? And, and if you are carrying over balances from month to month, um, obviously I would encourage you to, to uh, 
to rethink your budget so you can kind of you know tackle that debt some but if you are going to carry balances you definitely want to tackle a card or research a card that, that carries maybe a typically a lower interest rate so how does carrying over balances impact your spend i feel like a lot of people who might be carrying over balances are doing that because they cannot necessarily afford to pay off that credit card in full yeah. but a lot of times people reach that point where the minimum payment that they need to make each month is pushing it even it is and you know if, if you are if you are carrying over balances somewhere down the line you probably just want to pause and say mm -hmm. listen let's let's re-examine what my budget looks like am, am i living within my means and in many cases uh, those folks that are carrying balances uh, maybe need to make some slight tweaks or adjustments in order to get down that balance you definitely don't want to carry over anything because as soon as you start carrying balances that's when you start paying interest to the bank um, so like you mentioned before too, if you're only making that minimum monthly payments, mm -hmm. um, it will take quite some time to, to really pay it off. Uh, yeah, especially yeah. with that interest going back up and then you, you feel like you're stuck in a hole almost. Sure, you do. You, and, that, and, that's, and that's really kind of what you always hear about in the news, right? You know, I feel like I'm just, you know, just burdened with all this debt and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Well, yeah, yeah, you can feel that way, but you know, or there's some things you can do personally from a budgeting standpoint, there's things you can eliminate to really pay a little bit more towards your monthly obligation to that credit card to really pay down that uh, that, that debt and you know and I think once you start doing that then you'll start seeing that principal balance go down much quicker and the relief you'll feel once you get it paid off is just tremendous yeah yeah so of course people who might be first-time credit card users are looking at that and saying well that sounds intimidating so let's walk back a little bit toward that mm looking at which credit card would make the most sense. Mm. Well, maybe for a first time credit card user, you want to look at a card that has 0% in the first year, maybe so that you can learn how to navigate that. What do you recommend for a first time credit card user? Of course, you mentioned sure. that it all depends on where you are at personally and what you're already maybe paying, whether you have student loans or an auto financing option that you're paying off. So what does that look like? Zero percent options are—they're out there. They're—they're they're always great. Um, you know, I think that's something to definitely uh, research. Is that going to be the right fit for you? Obviously, those promotional uh, rates do eventually disappear. Yeah, and, and then you're stuck. <laughs> yeah, so, so I think it all it's all about financial education when it comes to, to credit cards. I think credit cards are just such a tremendous tool and people mm -hmm. use them for so many different ways now um, in this digital age. But I think it still comes back to me. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a young person who's coming in, um, getting my first credit card. I wanna make sure it makes sense, right? Uh, you know, I'm gonna do some research. Does this card have an annual fee? You know, that's, that's something that's important because yeah. if it does have an annual fee, that's an, an additional expense that you're going to incur every single year, right? Yeah. Just for using the card. Um, you know, you know what, are, what are the benefits of this card? Does it have a, a, a robust rewards package, which I may be interested in because I'm I plan to use this card for my, my daily spend and I want, to, I want to get rewarded for using those, yeah. uh, using that card. And those are some things I would, I would kind of look for. And I think that especially rewards and the benefits that come from credit cards are so important if you are wanting to have a daily spend on a credit card mm -hmm. because that's along with of course building your credit that's sure. what really makes it worth it you know absolutely 
So I want to talk rates. Of course, I mentioned, you know, there are those yeah. promotions where you have to pay a really low or maybe no rate, but there are constant changes happening there. So what's considered a generally good credit card rate? Is there a specific rate that we should be looking for? Uh, I'm not sure if there's a specific rate altogether. I think it, again, goes back to personally how I'm leveraging my card um, and leveraging my usage of that particular card. Um, you know, I did mention previously that if you're using it responsibly, you do have a 25-day grace period to where you can make charges on your card without accumulating any interest at all, as long as you're paying your statement balance every single month. Um, but you know, credit cards itself are, are a little bit volatile, right? They're 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 variable rate interest cards. They, they are tied to a prime rate, meaning that if the Fed comes in and raises or decreases prime, my rate can adjust. So for those folks that are carrying balances, you know, if, if the Fed raises rates, that's more interest that you're paying every single month onto that. Um, but, you know, you know, it's going to go to credit rating is going to determine a lot of what interest rate you're going to get. Um, I think the type of product that you're going to get, right? You know, those those higher, more um, uh, robust rewards cards uh, typically come with a higher interest rates because the rewards on them are, are so much greater. Mm -hmm. um, so I would just kind of think about those different things when looking at the interest rate. Um, you know, if you are someone that tends to carry balances, though, I, again, I'd highly recommend to to research credit cards that are going to be very competitive from a, a an interest rate standpoint, so you can kind of eliminate some of that burden to yourself. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And speaking on that, what does Orlando Credit Union offer in terms of rates? Now, now we do have a product. We, we, have, we have a smart card, which is really designed and tailored for folks that maybe plan to carry a balance. Mm -hmm. um, it's probably one of the more aggressive uh, interest rates within the market right now. Um, it, it's as low as 10.75 right now. Obviously, that is it is a variable rate, so that can't adjust. But as of today, is as low as 10.75. So, if you do have great credit rating um, and you plan to carry some balances, that could be a very attractive card for mm -hmm. someone you know looking to carry some balances. Mm -hmm. And as we mentioned, another benefit to using credit cards is the rewards aspect. Sure. So, what kind of rewards can members find within Orlando Credit Union credit card? So we do. We, we, we've built a very robust rewards program here mm -hmm. at the credit union. We have what we call a 321 card. Uh, so meaning that there's a, a reward structure of 321. Yeah. So right now for the first 12 months, you can earn four points for every dollar spend on any Amazon mm -hmm. or any PayPal transactions. Which is huge. Which is so huge many right people now. use Amazon. Oh, trust me. There's a package at my front door. It seems like every <laughs> single day. So Same. I, I definitely use it a lot on that piece of it. And and then there's three, three, you earn three points for every dollar spent on gas and travel, two points for every uh, dollar spent on, on groceries and dining, and then one point for every dollar spent on any other transactions. So if you like to travel, if, if you, you know, leverage Amazon for a lot of your purchases or PayPal for a lot of your purchases, those reward points can really, you know, start to Rack add up. up. Especially with gas prices oh right now. Oh my goodness, now. ridiculous. I mean, <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> It'll really help. Yeah. So as we're wrapping up, is there anything else that listeners should know about Orlando Credit Union credit cards? Yeah, and you know, I think it's uh, I think we did a really good job as an organization of really customizing cards for multiple different users out there. And and again, it kind of goes back into we created a card with a very aggressive 
you know low interest rate for our market so if you do have some balances right now come see us at Orlando Credit Union we could definitely help you out with that um, we our card also features you know no balance transfers mm-hmm. no annual fee so those are additional savings that we're going to pass on to our members um, for those folks that like to, to use our card for everything in their daily spend again we put together an extremely attractive rewards card where you can accumulate a lot of points get rewarded for your spend and again as long as you're paying your balances off every single month the interest is non-existent at that point yep it's a really great option yeah thank you so much rob you're welcome it was such a nice time being here thank you so much kaylee of course and to learn more about orlando credit union's credit card options you can head to our website at orlandocreditunion.org until next time we're investing in you Orlando Credit Union is providing this podcast as a public service. The information provided is neither a legal interpretation nor a statement of Orlando Credit Union policy. Reference to any specific product does not constitute an endorsement or recommendation by the credit union. Views and opinions expressed by Orlando Credit Union employees are those of the employees and do not necessarily reflect the views of the credit union or any of its officers. Orlando Credit Union is not providing any financial, economic, legal, accounting, or tax advice or recommendations in this podcast.